for me, it's been a home run in two ways, on the racetrack and also building our brand here in Australia in our business. We finished first or second every year since 05, um, which was... Uh, I knew it was fast before, and I proved it very it's, it's motor racing, you know, you can't really just look at the last race of the year. You have to look at, uh, it starts at Adelaide and it ends at Newcastle. But... From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. I'm Tony Whitlock. We continue our series with Drivers Fathers this week with Eddie Mostert. You may often see him at the back of a garage cheering on his son, but there's a lot more to the story of how they made it to Supercar Series. We'll explore that and what it's like to have your son have a horrific crash at Bathurst in front of you. Eddie, of course, has uh, many roles in the supercar paddock. One, of course, principally is the father, but he also drives the Fox Studio from circuit to circuit. Anyway, join us after the break with Eddie Mostert. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, Through the years, a lot of reference this race is one of our majors. 600 miles around here is no easy task. Uh, we were able to beat the two levels through the boys and, uh, and meet Anthony Bigley in the final, which uh, we were able to um, take the win off him. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for the uh, Raptors and the family. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. We're here with Eddie Mostert, part of the pack that uh, helped get Chaz Man on the, uh, the track. Welcome on board, Eddie. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, we just wanted to find out some of the background to how Chaz got involved in the sport, and he's obviously one of the five top drivers in the category, so where did you start with him in uh, motorsport? Oh, we just started playing with a go-kart. And, and, um, this and is up in? In Brisbane, in Brisbane. Actually, no, he started on my rider mower, and uh, <laughs> when he parked it up against the tree and showed no fear, we thought we'd go further with this, but uh, then we got him a little go-kart and, and played around with that in the paddock, and... And from there, like you know, as he grew up, we had a bit of a go at go kart racing. And what age was he? Um, he was probably five year old when he had his first little paddock bashing go kart. You know, like a little five horsepower Briggs and Stratton on it, that right. sort of thing. Okay. Um, but you start, you could, you could start racing at age seven. So by then, we we, we sort of got a second hand little go kart and went had a bit of a play. And and uh, me being a guy that um, I, I always loved me Meccano as a kid growing up, and I thought these go karts are a bit like a Meccano set, so I took I took to them, by, took a shine to them. And now you were a truck driver, I still am, yeah, still am, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. So um, you you would have time, obviously, to fit that into your schedule. Chaz was pretty lucky, him being a, being the last born, um, sort of you know you're a bit settled in your life and all that. So I wasn't away driving interstate no more. I was more doing local stuff. So um, I was home every weekend with him. Um, so yeah, you know, so you had a bit more time and, and, and a bit more family time. Now you, you've been one of the constants over the last, oh, I can remember probably five years ago, since Chaz got in the main game uh, as a father and and, and your wife. Um, he is supporting your son. Yeah, well, you know, Chaz, Chaz's mum passed away uh, ten years ago with cancer, and, and one of the last things she made me promise her was that I would be there to look after him at racetracks okay. and 
So in 19 years now, uh, we've lost, we've missed four race meetings in 19 years. We've been with him, and that's all been this year. The four race meetings that didn't go, oh, okay. um, because Chaz is now like he's 26. He has a girlfriend and all that, and you know he really don't need me that much no more. So so I'm pretty lucky. I got the, the job with Fox Sport Cart in their mobile studio. Oh right. So so all the events that it goes to, I've made up my mind that I'll go to, and then the, the four that we don't go to, or the three we don't go to. I'll stay home and watch uh, watch Fox Sport on TV. <laughs> <laughs> One of the privileges of the job, eh? Yeah, and, and yeah, I've got to say, you know, like uh, not having done it before uh, and always sitting in the back of the pits, so you don't get the commentary and all that. Um, and I'm not trying to, you know, promote Fox here or anything like that, but but to actually sit at home and, and listen to the commentary, like, you know, we did this when we were young, before before Chas took up race, and then you hear the Moffat, and you hear Brock and, and, and all of that. To hear them calling your own kid's name is sort of like it's pretty good, you know. Like it's uh, you get a bit of a bit of a tinkle, tinkle, tingle for your uh, for your body when they do that. So, um, but yeah, just, just to, it was really nice to stay home for a few trips and sitting in a comfy chair with a, with a beer or whatever, and and just uh, watch it go on. When did you start going to race meetings? Not necessarily with chairs. When were your first? Oh, look, I went I went to Bathurst in nineteen seventy uh, seventy four. For the very first time, and the only time, oh, and then, oh, sorry, I went again in '86. Uh, Bridgestone, I had a few trucks then, and Bridgestone gave me a corporate ticket to. Uh, so we were actually above Glen Seaton's pit. Um, that was the year he broke his tail shaft, poor bugger. Yeah. So uh, Seaton was always a bit of a bit of a hero of mine, really. Like Glen, you know, I thought he was very approachable and always good to talk to, and and uh, and well, and then Glen ended up helping Chaz get into supercars, which was which was a lovely thing. So yeah, yeah. we sort of. You know, your hero becomes becomes a mate sort of thing, which yeah. is nice, you know. Now, Chaz had a shunt at Bathurst that obviously caused you great grief and aggravation, but he's certainly come back from that. He has come back from that, and, and I've got to say, I haven't I haven't watched the shunt. I, I, I don't want to watch the shunt on TV. Um, yeah. Every time we go to Bathurst, you know, you look up at the big screen and there's a little bit of it there, and I look away as quick as I can. But, um, yeah, look, he came back from that and... and, and I don't know. You know, as a parent, as a parent, you want to take your family's pain. You want to take yeah. everything, and, and you feel useless. You can't do nothing for them but support them. You know. Well, the great thing is, of course, that while he didn't come out of it without injury, it certainly didn't jeopardise his life. It was broken limbs. Uh, yeah. Look, you know, and they, they made the cars a bit better since then, and, and there was some yeah. ridiculous amount of G forces involved and all that, which which I think qualified him to be an astronaut or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, and but yeah, I mean, look, I think he was very lucky, and and um, and you know, and, and credit to the safety of the cars as well for for what yeah. where it did. And you know, the other guys too. You know, you think about the, the marshals and that. I still talked to a few of them guys, and yeah, it, uh, it was a pretty scary moment. Yeah. Um, they, there were a number of them who ended up in hospital, didn't they? Yeah, like, you know, we were we were at the emergency section with Chaz at, at the Orange Hospital, and, and uh, there was uh, there was two marshals there, and one went off to Sydney. I let the blue. So, yeah. and, but you know, uh, we, we yeah, we, we've all spoke to them all, and, we, and Chaz still speaks to them from time yeah. to time. Yeah. Um, without meaning to um, demean him before, he seems stronger now than before the accident. I don't just think he's maturing. You know, like yeah. he, he had the accident in 215, you know, it's now 218, so he was, he was what, 22, yeah. 23 yeah. when he had the accident, you know, and he's just, he's growing up. He's, he's, you know, I can see it in a lot of ways with him, a lot of stuff that we're doing and, and that he's doing, and he's, you know, like he's not, not 
ringing up Dad, what do you think about this anymore? He's got his own mind and, and he's, he's making some pretty smart decisions. So just maturing, I think, is more than... than I don't think the crash down that. I think right. Just, just yeah. age and maturing. Okay. Well, let's hope that um, his next car is, is the weapon he needs because he's certainly been slated for some time as a likely champion, so... Yeah, but you know the cars are coming back now. Like you know, like, I mean, st- and it's good to, to go there, to finish the year off when the car is actually coming back a bit. Um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, it, it hasn't been there, but it, it's certainly coming back a bit now. And, and, and yeah, it'd be nice, you know. Like let's face it, uh, everybody wants to win, and yeah, uh, it'll be lovely. Indeed. Well, thanks, uh, Eddie Moster, for talking to us on Inside Supercars. Right, thank you. you. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. And, you know, every every year I see Jackie Stewart Grand Prix and I just remind myself of of his part in in starting the the path to safer cars. Dissecting the sport with interviews, news and opinion. Jack Brabham certainly left his mark not only on Australian motorsport but motorsport all around the world. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au Join in the conversation. Post your thoughts on our Sport Radio Facebook page. Next week on Inside Supercars, Mick Caruso talks about his son Michael's career and his own time behind the so like Arlo, you do anything with it, bigger motors, big brakes, whatever, you know. Um, and a lot of people used to build a smaller car with the big engines, and we just used to race it. You know, like, it was good fun, you know, like, and learn a lot. Let's catch up with him then as Craig chats with Mick Caruso. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device, search Inside Supercars.